Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody, and welcome once again to Old Time Rock and Roll. I'm your host, Lee Douglas, and tonight starts the Top 50 All-Time Instrumentals of the real rock and roll era that goes from 1955 to 1975. And uh, what can I say? This is going to be a two-parter. We have 53 total songs. We got a couple of ties in there. And I think you are really going to enjoy this. A lot of the songs, you know, when you think about instrumentals, sometimes you just don't remember them. They don't stick in your head sometimes like the songs, because you remember those words. But when you hear them, you'll remember them. The number 50 song is kind of a pleasure to do, because it's by a guy by the name of Billy Muir. Billy Muir was born in 1915, and he was one of the best studio guitarists in the business. Billy was born in New York and played violin before making his guitar, the guitar his primary instrument. He played in bands while in the service during World War II and found work at radio station WNEW after the war until 1957. In addition to his soul recordings, he worked as a session musician, composer, and arranger. In 1959, he released a single called A String of Trumpets. And it is by Billy Muir and the Trumpeteers. The song reached number 64 on the Billboard Top 100. Muir has been performing for the past seven years with his band at Squid Lips in Sebastian, Florida. Billy is 96 years old. God bless you, Billy. Here is a string of trumpets.
You're going to hear an awful lot about this guy during the next two sessions. His name is Dwayne Eddy. He was born in Corning, New York, and began playing the guitar at the age of five. In 1951, his family moved to Tucson and then Coolidge, Arizona. At the age of 16, he obtained a Chet Atkins model guitar and formed a duo called Jimmy and Dwayne with his friend Jimmy Delbridge. While performing at a local radio station, they met a disc jockey named Lee Hazelwood. Eddie and Hazelwood devised a technique of playing lead on his guitar's bass string to produce a low, reverberant, twangy sound. In November 1957, Eddie recorded an instrumental called Movin' and Groovin', co-written by Eddie and Lee Hazelwood. As the Phoenix studio had no echo chamber, Hazelwood bought a 2,000-gallon water storage tank, which he used as an echo chamber to accentuate the twangy guitar sound. Eddie signed a contract with Philadelphia-based Jamie Records. His first record was Movin' and Groovin', which reached number 72 on the Hot 100 in early 1958. In his second album, released in 1959, especially for you, contained as his final track a ballad which totally showed his versatility on the guitar with a love song that is considered a classic piece of guitar work. Number 49, Dwayne Eddy, Along Came Linda. Oh my God, do I love that song. 
Dwayne Eddy, the number 49 song, Along Came Linda. Number 48, getting up in the years, 1972, Billy Preston came and gave us Out of Space. Thank <laughs> you. 
You know, the years 1958 through 1962 saw so many instrumentals, especially rock instrumentals, as everybody started making up a band. Everybody. Even I tried, except I couldn't play an instrument. I also couldn't sing, so I kind of lost out. These guys, however, knew how to play the guitar. Here are the Royal Tones with the number 47 song, Poor Boy. Number 46 song has rather a long history. Peter Gunn was an American private eye television show which aired on NBC and later ABC from 1958 through 1961. The show's creator and also writer and director on occasion was Blake Edwards of the Pink Panther fame. The series is remembered most for its music, especially the Peter Gunn theme which won an Emmy Award and two Grammys for Hansini and has become a jazz rock standard. In 1960, Ray Anthony and his orchestra recorded the theme and it became his last and biggest hit recording. Number 46, Peter Gunn Theme.
Damaso Perez Prado was a Cuban band leader born in December 11, 1916. He was a musician, singer, band leader, organist, pianist, and composer. He was often referred to as the King of the Mambo. However, it was the cha-cha craze which he in part was responsible for that made him popular in the United States. In 1955, Prado hit the American charts with his cha-cha version of Cherry Pink and Apple Blossom White, number 45. In 1968, two former members of the Ramsey Lewis Trio formed a new outfit called the Young Holt Trio with pianist Don Walker, Isaac Red Holt, and bassist L.D. Young. They performed this song in 1968. It was a huge hit for them. It was called Soulful Strut, number 44. 
number 43 holds the distinction of being the very first instrumental recorded on the Stax label. It is by the Marquis it reached number 3 on the U.S. charts last night. know where to begin when talking about this next guy. David Rose is a recipient of four Emmy Awards. His musical career began back in the early 1930s where he gained a reputation as an arranger and orchestra leader. Rose was asked to come to Hollywood where he formed his own orchestra during a twice-weekly radio show for the Mutual Broadcasting System called California Melodies where he wrote all the broadcast arrangements. Rose's first hit song actually was written for Red Skelton, and it was called Holiday for Strings. It took almost 20 years before his second hit came along, and it was a biggie. It's called The Stripper. Number 42.
I guess it's worthwhile mentioning that David Rose was married to two Hollywood legends, first Martha Ray and then the incomparable Judy Garland. I guess he had some life. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, the, this next song, which is number 41, is the first of two songs on the charts for this guy. Herb Alpert was born on March 31st, 1935, and is a Jewish-American musician who formed the group known as Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. It just didn't seem likely, but that's the way it was. He made five number one hits, 28 albums on the Billboard charts, received eight Grammy Awards, 14 platinum albums, and 15 gold albums. As of 1996, Alpert had sold 72 million albums worldwide. And Alpert is also the only recording artist to hit the number one spot on the U.S. charts with both an instrumental and a vocal that he actually sang. Now, we're not going to hear that tonight, unfortunately, but here's the song. And actually, this song was a little later than 1975, but it kept appearing on all the charts and all the requests, so I put it in. Here's number 41, Herb Alpert, Rise.
The number 40 song, very well known, Red Prysock. It should be well known because I used it as a theme song for many, many months. The number 40 song, Hand Clapping. Well, you are listening to Old Time Rock and Roll, and you know you can find us here every single week, wherever you're listening, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, wherever you are, we are here for you. You want to get in touch with us, you know how to do it, oldtimernr at hotmail.com or otrnrcontact at gmail.com. Either way, we'll get back to you as quickly as you can. Website, www.oldtimernr.com. If you want to make a donation, go right ahead. It's on any page on the website. Okay, on to the next song, and this is the second of Dwayne Eddy's songs. It was part of the 1960 movie called Because They're Young, and it was the title song. Dwayne Eddy, number 39. Because they're young. <laughs> <laughs> 
This guy with the number 38 song could have been what you call a name dropper. In 1954, he returned to his hometown of Memphis, Tennessee, and was taken on as a saxophonist by Sam Phillips at Sun Records, where he recorded music for himself, as well as arranging music for Sun artists such as Jerry Lee Lewis, Roy Orbison, Johnny Cash, and Charlie Rich. Released in 1957 in November, his song became the first rock and roll instrumental hit, Raunchy. His name was Bill Justice. The number 37 song has quite an interesting history, mostly because it was done by Bo Diddley. Now, Bo had already recorded three albums for Checker Records, and one of the cuts was an instrumental which he called Mumbling Guitar. It became famous because the guitar sounded like it was actually talking, and the interesting part was it was 20 years before the optical microphone, which has these unique properties to do sounds like this, had been invented. Somehow, Bo Diddley managed to get these incredible sounds from his guitar. Number 37, Bo Diddley, mumbling guitar. What you say, man? Quit mumbling and talk out loud. <laughs> Thank you. 
This next song tied with Bo Diddley for the number 37 spot. This one, 1957. Sill Austin, Slow Walk. This next song was originally made popular in 1902 by a guy by the name of Scott Joplin. One of the classics of ragtime, it returned to international prominence as part of the ragtime revival in the 1970s, when it was used as the theme for the 1973 Oscar-winning film The Sting. Composer and pianist Marvin Hamlish's adaptation reached number three on the Billboard charts that year. It is the number number 36 song on our list, The Entertainer.
the number 35 song on the charts this week is pretty interesting because it first became a hit in the early 1940s for Glenn Miller. Back then, the music was all over the airwaves because every single band had a radio program. And here, in 1959, Ernie Fields Orchestra redid In the Mood. another one of those rock and roll songs that made the early 1960s so popular. Number 34 on the list, The Rockin' Rebels, Wild Weekend.
here's the number 33 song on our chart by the Barkays. It's called Soul Finger. Kai Winding was born in Aarhus, Denmark in 1922. When he was 12 years old, his family emigrated to the United States. He graduated from Stuyvesant High School in Brooklyn. His career as a professional trombonist began shortly after graduation. By the late 1940s, he was a featured trombonist with the Alvino Ray Orchestra. After entering the United States Coast Guard in World War II, he joined Benny Goodman. During the 1960s, Kai had a long contract with Verve Records. This one, the theme from the movie Mondo Kani, arranged and conducted by Klaus Ogerman, more featured what is probably the first appearance of the French electronic instrument called the Andeolian. That's a mouthful. Here's number 32, more, Kai Winding.
Kai Winding wasn't the only foreign-born person to make a hit in this country in instrumentals. So was this guy who came from South Africa. He began singing and playing piano as a child at age 14 after seeing the film Young Man with a Horn, in which Kirk Douglas played as a character modeled after American jazz trumpeteer Bix Beiderbecke. He took up playing the trumpet. In 1960, he visited the United States, where he was befriended by Harry Belafonte. He attended Manhattan School of Music in New York, where he studied classical trumpet from 1960 to 1964. In 1968, he had a number one record in this country, You Masakila, Grazin' in the Grass. When does an American country and western saxophone player become the darling of the United Kingdom? Here's how it happened. Boots Randolph was born in Paducah, Kentucky, attending high school in Evansville, Indiana. At the end of World War II, Boots played saxophone, trombone, and vibraphone in the United States Army Band. After his service in the Army, he played with 
quite a few different orchestras before he left for Nashville, of all places. During his 40-year career, Randolph performed in hundreds of venues alongside many artists in pop, rock, jazz, and country. He played on many recording sessions with Elvis and also performed the soundtrack for a number of Presley's motion pictures. He is best known for his 1963 hit recording, Yakety Sax, which is our number 30 song. But years later, it became a hit again as the signature tune for Benny Hill's hit television show. Randolph was always a major part of the Nashville sound for most of his professional career. Here with the number 30 song, Yakety Sax, Boots Randolph. the most listened to saxophone player in the 1950s? Well, it had to be Lee Allen. A key figure in the New Orleans rock and roll scene in the 1950s, Allen recorded with many leading performers of the early rock and roll era. In 1947, he joined the Paul Gayton Band. Later, the Dave Bartholomew Band. All of the recordings where Fats Domino and Lloyd Price worked in New Orleans were backed by Lee Allen. An additional, Allen was also the saxophone soloist on all of Little Richard's hit from 1955 and 56. His own song, Walking with Mr. Lee on the Amber Label, was a hit in 1958 due to part of its frequent play on the television program American Bandstand. Here with the number 29 song, Lee Allen, Walking with Mr. Lee, which also happens to be our theme song. Walking with Mr. Lee. 
Song number 28 of our top 50 is this one by a guy by the name of Mr. Acker Built. The name of the song, Stranger on the Shore. It is a piece written for clarinet by Mr. Acker Built for his young daughter, Jenny. It was subsequently used as a theme of a BBC TV drama serial for young people that was called Stranger on the Shore. When they brought it over to this country, became an immediate smash on the Columbia label, number 28, Acrobilk, Strangers on the Shore. Thank you. 
Richard Anthony Mansour was born on May 4, 1937. He was the king of California surf music. Now known as Dick Dale, this guitarist experimented with reverberation and made use of a custom-made Fender amplifier. Though most all of his hits were kind of relegated to the west coast of this country, the man is a guitar legend. Though he never had a major national record, he was part of the Beach Party movies and just well-known on the West Coast. The number 27 song, Miserloo by Dick Dale.
This song is notably known for being the earliest synth-pop instrumental hit. It was originally recorded in 1969 by Gershon Kingsley, but in 1972, this huge hit, All Over the World, was recorded by a group called Hot Butter. It is the number 26 song on our chart, Popcorn. Well, that's about it for the first half of our big double show, which of course will be up in just a few short days with the top 25. Now, everything you've heard tonight, guys, if you did not participate in the, in the poll, it's too late <laughs> for your favorites now. But you know what? Some people just want to listen, and that's okay with me. Uh, whatever you enjoy, as long as you enjoy listening to old-time rock and roll, is exactly what I want for you and for me. You know, I've been doing this show now six years, and I don't know how long I'm going to continue doing it. It is a complete pleasure, though, to play songs that I enjoy and that I am making you re-enjoy. And that is all that I'm interested in in old-time rock and roll. Money. Eh, you know what? If I did it for money, I would be out of the business already. 
That's all I can tell you. I enjoy letting you hear the songs that you've forgotten. And as I always say, I want to bring back a time when the biggest problem that you had was getting a date for a Saturday night. For everybody here at Old Time Rock and Roll, this is Lee Douglas. It has been a pleasure. I'll see you in a few more days with the second part. Be good to each other. That is a wrap.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.